comfort doesn't coexist with progress. If you want comfort, know that it can go well with success and progress because 99% of effort, persistence, consistency, hard work, and dedicated passion gives birth to progress and success. If you want to succeed, don't run towards what society is doing. As I've said, you have to go in the opposite direction. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Climate Action Voices. I am your host, Richard Munang. Today we're going to discuss a very important aspect. And this aspect is about success and effort. If you want to succeed, you don't need to run towards what society is doing. And this is a very important aspect because if you go in the opposite direction and devise solutions to turn challenges into opportunities, you will see a lot of people flocking towards you. If you run to where everyone is going, you will notice that everybody wants to do the same thing. There is no prosperity in that direction. But if you go the direction, the opposite direction, you will learn something new and do something new. That's how new knowledge gets generated. And many will start flocking towards you. With new knowledge, with new ideas in solving problems, many will run back to catch up with you. But this time, you have already moved forward. The lesson here is that you must be prepared to do what others are not doing because if it were easy, everybody would be doing it. Success doesn't happen where there is ease. Because ease, as we know, is a threat to progress. Be prepared to be misunderstood if you are willing to become innovative in providing solutions to the challenges we face today, especially the changing climate, in devising solutions that can be able to touch the life of a mother in a village, to just solve a problem that community faces. You need to develop unwavering faith. Yes, you have to develop unwavering faith because what I've actually seen is that if you don't develop unwavering faith, in what you want and at the same time develop the resilient mindset to focus and create results then it will be quite very difficult to be able to make progress because that's what matters that's what matters that's what we need now to devise climate action solutions to turn challenges into opportunities and this conversation today with you is one that cannot end without us talking about effort because effort is what creates success effort is what creates success and as we all know comfort doesn't coexist with progress if you want comfort know that it can go well with success and progress because 99% of effort persistence consistency hard work and dedicated passion gives birth to progress and success if you want to succeed don't run towards what society is doing as i've said you have to go in the opposite direction because what actually matters is that if you start to look at what you need to do if you start to look at the challenges and the bottleneck that we face 
as a continent, there is a firm belief that we cannot start with what we have, which is our skills. And today, I think it's very, very important that we actually look into these, because nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, a serious bottleneck sometimes is seen to be lack of resources. Of course, that's true. But the question is, are we ever going to get the resources if we wait without actually starting to do something with what we have, which is us, our talents, our skills, our abilities, our passions, building on what is already happening? And I use this word serious bottlenecks because this belief permeates the entirety of society and has both a demand side, which is sometimes we refuse to do something just because we don't have the resources. And these two act to fuel the perpetuation of these bottlenecks. And as I said, I am in no way trying to say that we don't need resources. We do need resources to solve the monumental challenges that are facing the African continent today. The changing climate displaying and manifesting through droughts, floods, cyclones. Just yesterday, there was Cyclone Anna that hit the southern African region and costed lives and destroyed property. These realities are with us today. But the question we must then ask each and everyone and ask our individual self is, are we only going to sit and wait even though we don't have what it takes to be able to just do what we can do to build resilience of communities? Because one cannot show the promise of a return without first using what is within him or her, or what is within their reach to show impact, which then attracts resources. We have no choice but to break the vicious cycle of this serious bottleneck, and this will be done by people like you and me and a few others who refuse to believe that without upfront resources, we cannot do anything. So I encourage you to contribute towards breaking this cycle by re-strategizing the delivery of any initiative. So what you need to do practically is that you can be able to engage the community and understand their gap. If it is a mother who is growing her cassava or potatoes or um, vegetables, you engage and said what are, are your bottlenecks what are your gaps you harvest your vegetables you grow them using organic manure that means you're working with nature not against nature so engaging them this way means you are not framing your idea just as a project because the moment you mention project people know that it is about sitting back and waiting for money to be brought and things to be done for them instead frame it as bringing new knowledge and expertise to the community to work with them and guide them to turn their challenge into opportunities be there in plastic pollution a problem that you want to turn into a sanitation solution and the second aspect is that make it clear that this is a community friendly initiative and that those who call themselves friends of the community need to volunteer their skills need to volunteer their knowledge need to volunteer their networks towards building the first demonstration community um, solution for this whether it is uh, fabricating a solar dryer or whether it is turning agricultural waste into fuel briquettes to replace charcoal so the logic is use your power of communication to mobilize members of a community uh, of a given target community to bring their hands together and support their community with a practical solution uh, to close a gap, to close an environmental gap, to turn an environmental challenge into an opportunity. And it will be the, the way people organize themselves that you can then uh, bring ideas and solutions and that you are already creating a base that is solid and the sustainability of your idea will actually uh, be uh, taken up by the community. But this will be slightly different as the community will be expected to play a key role in delivering these solutions. If you take, for example, uh, you need local administrators need to provide space 
if, for example, you are trying to turn plastic pollution problem into a sanitation solution, the local administrators will need to provide space. Local youth will be ready, need to be ready to collect the plastic bottles and prepare them. Other professionals from the community who are in series that are not on the ground to donate towards materials, tools. So in other words, make this a coming together of the community to deliver an innovative solution that has come from your ideas and where you will play a coordination role here because you will be building on what the community is already doing. And third is, in this way, you will innovatively volunteer your time, you will innovatively volunteer your ideas and effort to make a difference and the community will benefit from a solution. And this solution delivered by the community, depending in each other, and this drives ownership and sustainability. So organize a mobilization campaign through Twitter. You have access to Twitter, you can use that. Don't just use Twitter to bite others, don't just use Twitter to um, just say what you can say. It is a powerful tool. Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all these social media spaces are opportunities. Those are resources that we have in our hands. And we can bring people together. We can bring all these actors of a community to work towards delivering solutions. And the fourth aspect is we must think of long-term sustainability of uh, this because we need some kind of model here. And for this, I think you need to have a committee that you need to set up uh, which will be some kind of a cooperative responsible for managing maintenance and continuous improvement of whatever solution that you are bringing to the community. And this will then put uh, touches on whatever facility is being done so that people can then be able to use the services, contribute little money for its maintenance. And the payments made may be pulled together in the form of a cooperative to enable expansion of the solution to the community. It means that you, your team and the initiative will also be part of the cooperative. That way you create sustainable finance. This is a practical way, starting with what you have, an act of providing that solution, leveraging on what the community can provide and generating an income stream from that, that can also sustain it. And so you have to leverage on this approach, on the logic of mobilizing community members to collaborate and co-create around delivering this solution. In this case, a solution to empower village youth with skills in recycling. If you are actually looking at uh, turning plastic waste, uh, into opportunities in recycling so they can serve the community. This will need to be recycling of waste into items that are of use in the community. E.g. for instance, you can tie this to the first initiative where the youth are trained to recycle plastic waste into building materials for making toilets and such sanitary facilities. Hence, the youth who build these toilets are trained first and the same model will apply anywhere. So you mobilize young people, the willing ones work with the willing. Mobilize the community members, they contribute, their in-kind contribution, including volunteering to train and even give space. You engage young people and ensure the release, explain the idea to them and the willing ones will come on board. And then once this succeeds in one space, you expand it to the other. Again, start with what you have, which is your ability for mobilization, which is the free guidance you can give to a community and the platform of innovative volunteerism provides that opportunity and make innovative volunteerism your trusted custodian. Believe in it. It is about starting with what you have. It's about voluntarily volunteering yourself to learn a skill. It's about voluntarily volunteering yourself to apply that skill in turning an environmental challenge into an opportunity. Start with what you have as you look for money. And always remember that ideas bring money. And complaining drives away ideas and uh, doesn't actually help and drains energy. Today, 
This is the episode. And until next time, it's been your host, Richard Munam. Thank you.